Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang, I do hope you're well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more relationship stories. And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting that like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too. Let's crack on with today's first story. Much love, guys. Now, today's first story comes from Armor of Inferno, who says, My sister-in-law's 32 female family has nowhere else to turn. and wants to move in with my 36 male family because her husband, 32 male, can't keep a job. High relationships. My sister-in-law, 32 female, has been married for 10 years to a guy, 32 male, who just can't keep a job. He's had a string of bad luck, but he's also a lazy and uncontentious worker who blames everyone else for his problems. He has bad hygiene and doesn't help parenting their three young children. He's changed fewer than five diapers the entire time he's had kids. His wife, on the other hand, works hard to take care of her family. They've lived in another state with my mother and father-in-law for four plus years, but my father-in-law just lost his job and has had to move out of state. Now they've got to leave his house, which they trashed, but have no money and nowhere to go. My brother-in-law's family won't take him. Even though I vowed to never live with my brother-in-law again, I just can't let my sister-in-law and her three kids live on the street. She's constantly frustrated with him, but won't leave him. I live in a big city. Job opportunities are out there, though it might not be work he wants to do. If he could get a job and save up for a few months, he might be able to get a small apartment. The trouble is, I just don't trust him. My wife, 36 female, is pressuring me to let them move in, but I have serious misgivings. I also work from home, so having three new kids, including a toddler and a preschooler at home during my workday, could cause challenges. Do I have any option but taking their family of five into my house? Has anyone been in this situation before? How do I deal with this? If he's not a renter, can I throw him out if he's not meeting my terms to live in my house? Now, the first comment it says on this, you know the answer to this. He's a barnacle. Don't be his ship. Your sister-in-law has to make some difficult decisions about her relationship and her children, and it's not going to happen until people stop enabling her sponge of a husband. If he moves in, he's not leaving. OP says, This is great advice. Do you think I should offer again to take her and her kids in, but exclude her husband? If I do that, I think I'll be supporting her family for a long time, but on the other hand, they simply have nowhere else to go. Commenter replies and says, they're a package deal until the sister-in-law says they aren't. The most likely scenario if you made this offer is that she and the kids would move in and he would simply arrive a few days behind them and him moving in would be fate accompli. This is a terrible position to be in. You want to help family and be compassionate, but a bad idea is a bad idea no matter how you look at it. But Hamburger says... If this man won't find a job when faced with homelessness, he's never going to find a job. KitKat says, unless you're prepared to support, be a babysitter and ATM for them for the rest of your life, I would put your foot down. If there is no choice but to let them stay, get a legal document drawn up, which explicitly states that they have to help with food, bills and expenses. 
Not only this, but also has a set date by which they have to be out of your house or they will be forcibly evicted. This means they might be more likely to try and save for a new place to live. Good luck OP, but please keep us updated. And one more comment from Remember Coon Valley who says, I don't think you should let them move in. I think that moving the rest of the family in is also really iffy and dangerous to your own family's welfare. That said, since I don't see anyone else mentioning it, if you do decide to let them in, you need to have boundaries laid out before they hit their doorstep. The first one has to be duration. They can stay, say three months, and then they have to leave. Get it in writing, not because that's legally binding, but because it also makes it more emotionally powerful to them. Second one should be about what they kick into the family set amount of money and groceries and a designated series of chores for every member of their household above toddling age. Not more than your family does on their own, obviously, but it needs to be made plain that you're not running a bed and breakfast. I'm worried that this sounds uncharitable and I don't mean it to, but you have to look at your closest kin first in this situation. Moving all of these people into your house when you work from home is going to really, really disrupt your ability to work. His own family won't take him in. That's pretty bad. You should think about the welfare of your child and her emotional well-being first of all. And I gotta say, I felt the same way a lot of these comments in the situation. Obviously, I feel for sister-in-law, I feel for the children, especially as they are totally innocent in this. But you've already said that they're living with your mother and father-in-law for four plus years. They've trashed the house. Your brother-in-law's family is just refusing to take them in. It's given me all sorts of warnings. And is it just going to be enabling him to continue not working and you know, not facing his responsibilities at all. But OP does come in with an update. So OP says, a month ago I posted about my sister-in-law's family having nowhere else to turn and needing to move in with us. I got some great advice and I'm back for more. As predicted, her family, 32 female, seven male, three female, one female, had to move in with us. Male 36, female 36, female seven but I was firm and wouldn't let her barnacle husband, 32 male, move in. He's staying with his family in a neighboring state. He still doesn't have any solid job leads, but won't accept advice to improve his resume or LinkedIn profile. Things have been stressed from the moment they got here. My wife and I unloaded their moving truck while barnacle husband slept, mostly because I knew we'd be doing all the work while he just got in the way. I only expected him to unload their van and I had to keep telling him to do it. He scattered his crap all over my driveway. Eventually, we packed all of that into the garage for him too because it was starting to rain. I think you can see why I don't want him living in my house. Since then, we're trying to settle in with four extra people in our house, but it's been stressful for everyone. Having only one kid myself, I forgot how much babies cry. There hasn't been a night where the kids haven't woken me up. It is harder than I remember it. The little annoyances add up. I work from home, so having screaming children outside my office door really distracts me from work. My garage is full of their stuff instead of my car. Kids TV is on all the time, and there's a cacophony of sound stressing me out. My sister-in-law also resents that I won't let her barnacle husband live with us, and there's a silent cold war brewing between us. I'm also surprised by how much of a financial burden Adam these, and then there's the financial side of having all these extra people in my house. We went from a comfortable life to facing a serious monthly deficit. My wife, who's been lucky enough to keep as a stay-at-home mum, is now looking for a job. On top of that, I feel bipolar with all the frustration I have and guilt that follows. I feel like I should shoulder this with silent resolve and should be happy to provide for them. But when I get upset, I 
instantly feel bad about it. I want to help them financially too because they just made bad financial decisions, which is very easy if you don't have any income. The van's getting repossessed and I feel like it is up to us to solve that for them, even though I suddenly am depleting my savings to pay my electric bill. The guilt is just adding to my stress. So I'm looking for advice. Have you ever dealt with this sort of thing before? How should I handle all of this? Am I a horrible person for feeling all this stress? How can I make the best of this? Opie then gives us another update and says about six months ago, my sister-in-law, 32 female and her three kids, seven male, three female, one female, moved in with my family, male 36, female 36, female seven. A few Redditors have asked me what happened. So please allow me to tell you my cautionary tale. Short story, my sister-in-law and brother-in-law have never been able to take care of themselves and they had nowhere to go. Against my better judgment, we let my sister-in-law and her three kids move in. I wouldn't let my brother-in-law move in because I knew he was lazy and unmotivated to find a job to change their situation. I expected some bumps, but it was vastly harder than I even thought it would be. My second post outlined some of the early challenges we had. I always treated my sister-in-law as she was a victim of her husband's laziness. Two months after they moved in, we did our finances and realized we were in serious trouble with all the new expenses. A lot of people probably think you simply buy a little extra food for your house guests, but the costs are so much higher than I ever expected. Our food bills went up by at least $600 a month, just to keep them fed on a basic diet. Energy costs soared. Once my wife finally realized that they would financially devastate our family, we put a plan into the effect to change things. Step one was choosing to see a sister as just as much as a culprit of a situation as a husband. We put together a plan which dates requiring her to apply for food and financial assistance from the state where we live. We added dates for her to prepare a resume, start job interviews and get a job. We even had dates down the line where we expected her to start paying us $200 a month to help defray the costs. The moment we sat down with her to lay down the law, she lost her shit. She started crying. She started accusing us trying to separate her from her kids like we separated her from her husband who we wouldn't permit to live with us. She threw a fit, locked herself in her room and generally made us feel evil trying to get her to take some responsibility for her life. We didn't budge and I gave my wife a lot of credit for that. I made sure she knew we needed to be on the same side before we went into that discussion and she stuck with me. My sister-in-law reluctantly started working on our checklist. She really dragged her feet though. For the first sign of resistance in getting food assistance, she abandoned the process and started lying to us about the progress she was making. She lied a lot, actually. I think she used it as a defense mechanism. People who are so accustomed to being poor due to being lazy have developed defense mechanisms like lying that they barely even register to them as wrong anymore. So eventually got a part-time minimum wage job working at a fabric store. That of course meant that my wife and occasionally me had to take care of her kids while she worked. It was a bloody nightmare, to be honest. The kids were vicious hellions, and we had a lot of personality conflicts. My seven-year-old daughter started to lose it due to the stress of having her cousins always around. Remember that calendar I mentioned with our expectations for my sister-in-law to get her act together? Aside from getting a job, she didn't do anything else we required. She never got food or financial assistance from state programs. Once or twice, she got some food assistance from a church organization, but that was a drop in the bucket overall. She just stopped trying. During the course of the five months or so that they live with us, her husband moved to a nearby city in our metro area to find a job, despite having zero prospects and not really looking. 
It was as if their concept of hard work was so diminished by their years of hardly making an effort at supporting themselves that they thought they were actually trying very hard and only putting in just 15 minutes of job hunting per day. And they lied about it all the time. We knew they weren't really putting in much effort, but they tried their damnedest to convince us otherwise. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. After a husband, my barnacle brother-in-law moved to a nearby city, he was suddenly finding every excuse he could to hang around my house. Sometimes it was using my printer to print up his laughable resume, which might as well have been written in crayon, despite all of my offers to fix it up for him. Sometimes it would be to use our computer to submit a resume. It wasn't hard to see through their plan. They were trying to get him to move in with us. Things got incredibly hostile in our house and we had to lay down the law. He couldn't come to our house unless we invited him, and that brought on a lot of accusations. Like we were trying to keep the kid's dad from seeing them, and we were breaking the law by doing that. We in fact encouraged him to spend time with his kids, just not at our house. It was stressing us out to breaking point. I had to start taking antidepressants to get my nerves under control. A baby cried through the night, and their mother would ignore it until my wife, who is a saint, would get up and comfort the kid and put it back to sleep. And then at 5am, her kids would wake up my daughter, and every day I woke up to the sounds of them fighting. Their kids destroyed my beautiful house. They'd do destructive things, leave gouges in the drywall, break stuff, and even smeared poop on the walls in the bathroom. And we had to clean it all up because she was just trying to keep her head above water. It was a giant freaking mess. We got lucky after five months. My father-in-law, who they used to live with until we had to move to another state, had the people renting his house move out. He allowed my sister-in-law and her family to move back to his house, and her husband finally found a job in that city. He had to borrow money from family. We say borrow, but everyone knows the money will never be repaid. To get a moving truck and pay for gas, and we had to chip in as well, when they still came up a few hundred bucks short. We got them packed up, told them to never come back and wave goodbye. After the dust settled, the thing that sticks with me is guilt, for how I felt about it all. I feel guilty that I didn't just roll with it. I feel guilty that I put our finances above extended family. I feel guilty at how amazing it is to have my life back and have them out of my hair. I feel guilty knowing that they are probably not paying my father-in-law the agreed-upon rent for his house, and they are going to destroy his place again. My advice to anyone in the same situation, don't let them move in. You're in for so much more pain and suffering than you think you are. You cannot fix them. People who won't do for themselves are locusts. If you try to help them, they'll hate you for it. 
I would have said if you have to let them move in, establish a contract and make them stick to it, but I know better now. If they simply can't be bothered to help their own kids after 10 years of marriage, they're not going to care about your consequences. They stay in your house doing nothing until you're a victim, and they hate you for that too. There's no way to win in a situation like this. Help them if you can, but never make their situation your situation. Don't let them into your house, not even for one night. As soon as they get into your house, they have you, and they won't let you go until they sucked your bones dry. I got lucky because without my father-in-law, there would have been no light at the end of the tunnel. We would have been supporting them until we died of exhaustion or, or were locked up in a mental institution. Don't let them in. Please help from afar. Now, I definitely don't think you should feel guilty about the situation that you put your immediate family that sounded like they were going for a hell of a time with this family in there above them. It just had to be done, I'm afraid. But I'm glad you got your house back under control. As I said, don't feel guilty about it. But what do you guys make of this situation? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. Let's move on to another story. Now, our next story comes from the Am I the Arsehole subreddit from Roadtrip6, who says, Am I the Arsehole for telling my wife not to talk to my dad, but I will continue to. A month ago, my oldest turned 16. For his 16th birthday, the plan was to let him skip school. Get to the DMV when it opens, take the driving test, go on a small road trip, be back around when school gets out, and then we all go out for a family dinner. On the weekend would be his celebration with his friends. Skipping school for the DMV test was planned in advance, but the road trip was a surprise. A few days before the road trip, my wife asked me to take our three-year-old with me that day. I said I wasn't taking a toddler to the DMV. That place is a cesspit. Also, the road trip is for additional driving practice before he's able to drive unsupervised. A toddler distracting him is not a good idea. My wife said she wanted a day to herself and if I wasn't willing to take our toddler, the birthday stuff needs to be moved to the weekend so I can. I said I would take our toddler to work with me the next day but our oldest birthday is his day so he's the priority. She got angry and said she's made a hundred sacrifices for our kids and saying she isn't a priority, not what I said, is disgusting. It was a big fight. My son's birthday, she texts me that I'm an asshole multiple times. At the dinner, she was in a bad mood. After everyone ate, my dad asked us all to go out to the parking lot. He handed the keys to his car to my son, saying he was getting a new one. He also said he would continue to pay the insurance for a year. My wife asked me if I knew about this and I didn't. She didn't believe me. My wife called and texted my dad multiple times asking if he's going to do this for all of our kids saying he shouldn't have done this without asking us first, telling him if he can't do this for all the kids, he needs to take the car back. Eventually, he told her to shut up and stop bothering him. My wife told me I need to stop talking to my dad. She said he used offensive language. He texted, stop bothering me, woman, which she says is sexist, to water, and I need to support her. I said she needs to stop talking to my dad, not me. I support her not talking to him. My wife said, I'm disrespecting her. I won't listen when she says she needs help and let my family treat her poorly. I think she's creating these situations herself. She looks for offense and then finds it. Am I the arsehole? TDM comes straight in and says, not the arsehole. I can't believe anyone would think that taking the three-year-old, your older son's driving test and road trip on his birthday would be the time for a break. That's a punishment for your older child. The whole thing smells of something bigger. Is your older son hers biologically? OP says he is. They've had their struggles in the past, but I thought that was behind us. 
Also, this time, she isn't fighting with him. She's fighting with me and my dad, so I don't know why this is happening. Hyde says not the arsehole. Take the toddler to the DMV and road trip. And why does her time to herself have to be that day specifically? Couldn't she get another day to herself? Yes, your son's birthday is the priority. Agree. I'm a mum, by the way, if that matters. The thing about the car. I can understand about the other kids, but she shouldn't have handled it the way she did. I honestly would have just been grateful. Seems like she likes to look or create issues. Okay, the dad called her a woman. Jeez. Everyone's saying he's sexist now. Well, she was an arsehole, so it was a generous gift and she was disrespectful. Adventure says, info. How often does your wife get a break? How does your dad speak to your wife? Does he use woman often to refer to her when speaking about her or to her? Is your dad one to treat women as hysterical nitpicking hens when they rightfully bring up serious things? Because she is correct about one thing. He should have told you all about this big gift and you all should have been able to discuss the idea of what to do for the other kids at the time when they reach the same milestones because now a precedent has been set. Then Loxie says, not the arsehole. I'm sorry, but what the heck is your wife's problem? The way she acted is selfish, expecting your son's birthday to become about her. Thinking it's even remotely appropriate for a brand new driver to drive a toddler around and flipping out in 10 plus years, your other child might not also get a car. And if she doesn't, then your son has to give it back. This is outrageous behavior. I'm sorry, but I have to assume there is either massive favoritism going on here or your son is not hers as well. The way she spoke to your father is also disgusting. I'm so sorry you're going through this, but you need to speak to your son alone and ask him how she treats him when you aren't around. Her behavior is very worrying. Dehydrated Drain says, everyone sucks here. Not sure why your wife needed that day to herself, but I would be furious if someone gave my kid a car without clearing it with both parents first. If she refuses to give your son that kind of freedom and responsibility, she is the bad guy. Your father should know better and should never shut her down like that. And one more comment from JMBBL who says at first I was going to go with everyone sucks here. But the more I read of OP's comments, the more I'm feeling you're the arsehole. First, you neglected to mention that you have six kids. Of course, your wife wants a day to herself. Also, you say that your father has spoken to her this way before. That sucks. I'm sure she's feeling disrespected in a thousand different ways. Maybe making such a big deal about you taking your toddler wasn't the best thing for her to do. But it sure sounds like it didn't come out of nowhere. Now... I'm going to turn this one to you guys. What do you guys make of this situation? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. Now, just a huge thank you from the bottom of my heart for getting involved in today's stories. Your love, your support, your time always means the absolute world to me. So thank you so much for being involved, truly. <laughs> and hopefully I will see you in the next one. You absolute cheeky so-and-so. <laughs> much love. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? 
Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.